Isn't God good? <laughs> Isn't God rich? <laughs> Only the Holy Ghost can minister to each one of us at the same time. Oh man, I love the Holy Spirit. Whew, happy Sunday. You know, when God shows up, we just let him do his thing, huh? Amen. We just get out the way. Isn't it great when he shows up and your faith peaks through worship and you just meet him right there in the air? One touch. Oh, I just love it. Just rush up to Jesus. <laughs> He's the all-in-all, the all-sufficient one. Amen? Amen? Anything you'll ever need is found in the all-in-all, the all-sufficient one. Well, good morning and thank you for joining us online. We're back. Amen. Thank you. We bless you guys. Let me go to my notes here. <laughs> we uh, started a series on royalty, and you are God's royalty. Amen? Amen. We have two foundational scriptures, and I'm adding a third one today. And if you like to turn there, you can to 1 Peter 2 9, our foundational verse, Romans 8 17, and Revelation 1 6. You know, Paul the Apostle said, In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. So we have three witnesses here that you're royalty. You're royalty. You're royal. You were bought with a price. You ain't no orphan no more. I don't care where you grew up. You got a father. And his name's Abba. Papa. Abba Father. And he loves you. He sent his son to die for you. Graft you into the royal family. You're royalty. You watch Downton Abbey, you're more royal. You ain't got a throw up blood at the dinner table. <laughs> I mean, it's so extreme. I'm like, oh, man, they need Jesus. I said that at least five times during the series. All six seasons, five times y'all loud. They need Jesus. <laughs> hey, man, but you're more royal. More royal than the king and queen if they ain't saved. You're more royal. Amen. So 1 Peter 2.9 says this, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness. He said, come. Some of us heard a loud voice. Come! Maybe our last chance. Some of us heard the still small voice. Come to me. All you are weak and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The voice of Jesus. The voice of love himself. He calls you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Revelation 1.6 says, He has made us kings and priests unto God our Father. He has made you a king and a priest unto your God and Father. Which means you serve God as a priest on earth. You get to serve him. <laughs> what a blessing. To serve the creator of the universe. He made us our, his own priest. That we can worship him. Come boldly before him. In the throne room of heaven. What a blessing. Whew. What you've been made. And Romans 8.17 says, And if children, that word if is since. As we'll read through the book of Romans. And kick over some sacred cows if you will. Or some religiosities. You know, my favorite verse in the book of Judges is, The little foxes spoil the vine. It's those little religiosities, those religious ways of thinking that spoil the entire Word of God. And we have the King James translators to thank for that. <laughs> there's a lot of mistakes. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of mistakes as well. So we're going to read through the book of Romans. Not the book. Romans 8, specifically. 
But Romans 8.17 in particular says, And since children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Say, I'm a joint heir. Which means whatever Jesus has now, you have now. He's alive, right? And you're alive. And you're a joint heir. You're both living together now. He died to give you the kingdom. He's the one that said, It's my Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Well, I take it today. Amen? Anything upstairs you can have here. Earth proceeded from heaven. Amen. Anything up there you can have here. Praise God. That's why I asked him for a glimpse in the spirit of where we're from. What we really got. The kingdom. Amen. Thy kingdom come, he said. I will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Pray this or say this. You keep calling in in the kingdom, he's going to show you what it looks like. The more you wrap your mind around the kingdom through your mouth, the more you'll see visions, revelations, dreams, insights into your kingdom where you're from. So that you can just live in it here and attract others to it. Jesus went about preaching the kingdom, it says. He spread the kingdom, kingdom living on earth. Taught people how to live in the kingdom on earth. You're shielded from anything the world does. You ain't from here. We live in the kingdom and he upholds it through his standards. You're under a king. It's his kingdom and it's a great big covering. (laughs) <laughs> He's got you covered. Say, I'm covered. I'm covered in the blood. He's got me covered. I'll never worry. A day in my life. Got someone there. <laughs> I'll never worry. A day in my life. Why? He's got me covered. Tell me he's got you covered. <laughs> Are you laughing or crying? <laughs> you ever done that? Laugh and cry at the same time? I do it all the time. We're all his sheep, you know, we're all his children. <laughs> children in the faith will never be his adults. <laughs> you know, when he's so good and his glory hits and the joy of the Lord hits you and then you just start weeping in his presence. <laughs> in his presence is fullness of joy. Yeah, but I'm crying at the same time. It's just so immaculate. His presence, his glory. So he says, in a sense, children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, the anointed one. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. And here's the part I'm going to touch on today. (laughs) Did you have to suffer to get to heaven? No. Did you have to suffer to get to Jesus? You don't have to suffer to get to heaven. Amen. Amen. Let's just take apart this verse. Because this is a verse that trips a lot of people up. I know a lot of Christians are, I'm suffering for Jesus. But you're just suffering for yourself. Because Jesus suffered for you, so you don't have to. The only suffering the Christian has to do is to deny the suffering Jesus already did. He suffered for you in body. He suffered for you in mind, in spirit, in finances. He suffered for you on every single level of your life that you'll ever go through. The spirit of Antichrist doesn't want you to know that. I have a pain in my body. He must have not suffered for my body. No, he did. The truth says he did. The facts may say contrary that Satan throws at you. That liar, that deceiver, the accuser of the brethren, they are adversary. But the truth is he suffered in every area of life for your life to be made whole. And that's why we can say we are complete in him. We are complete in him. The head of all principality and power. I am complete in him. Do you say that enough? I am complete in him. 
the part of my body feels out of alignment. No, I'm complete in Him. He completed me. He died for me. He took poverty to make me rich. He took sickness to make me healthy. I'm the healed, Satan. You can't take my healing. You're not trying to get healed. He said it is finished. You are the healed. The devil is trying to get your healing. You're not the poor. You're the rich. The devil is trying to get your wealth. He's the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus, I have come that you might have life. And life in full. In every area of your life, I die. To give you life in full in that area. So the word we see there used, suffer with him, is sumpasco in Greek. And that word su is a prefix that's used in the next sentence as well. Where we get our word synchronize, or synergy, or synthesizer. It literally means harmony. Harmony. So Paul's point here through Romans is telling you how much in harmony and how one you are with him. We've entered into his sufferings that we might be saved. He did the suffering for us. We've entered into that. We're a partaker of Him. Amen? Because He suffered, you don't have to. You're in Him. He suffered for you. You don't have to suffer. The devil will try to trick you on that. He'll try to put a, a feeling in your body, a thought in your mind, and try to trick you into believing you've got to suffer, you've got to live in fear, you've got to worry, you've got to take care. Where's your father? Just what he told Adam. Where's your help? Well, Scripture say, My God is a present help in time of need that will never leave me or forsake me. Amen. It means He's here right now and He'll never leave. If I need something, there's an angel right there. Go get it. Go get it. Bring it to me. It's coming in. I'm going to see it come in. I'm going to watch it with my own two eyes come in. Because I decreed a thing and it is established for me. Go get it. Go save them. Go prick their hearts. Go overturn abortion. Start a new nation. A new era has begun. Mighty signs and wonders will come. A new era has begun. We've entered in a new era. Still got some time left. He's long suffering. He's coming. But he wants everyone to get saved first. That's the only thing he's waiting on. To just grow his family unit. He's always wanted a big family. <laughs> Let's go to Romans 8. This is so huge. This, this chapter in Romans is really our Christian faith. It's so big if we get Romans 8 in us. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now, say now, now, no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Period. King James translated out of that comma what's after that. It's not in the original Greek. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. King James translators out of that. That's not there in the original Greek. There's a period there. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, period. Again, it's not of works lest any man should boast. We're under grace, not works. See, Satan's always trying to get you to work when you just say, it is finished. I'm going to stand in my position of lordship and kingship on this earth and in until you move. And I ain't leaving till you leave, Satan. Money come. If God can say light be, light was, surely he can say money come, money is. 
<laughs> right? If he can say light be, light was, surely he can say healing come. Healing is. You created everything by saying. But there's now today in your life no condemnation to you in Christ Jesus. Period. For the law, is how it really leads. Here's the next verse. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made you free from the law of sin and death. You ain't got to work for your salvation no more. Freely given, freely received. It's so easy to receive. Keep telling yourself that. It's so easy for me to receive. I don't have to work for it. He died to give it to me. I freely take it today. I freely receive. I'm a good recipient of heaven. Freely receive. For what the law could not do and that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending. God did. He fulfilled the law. God did. By sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of your sin, He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled, past tense, in us. It's fulfilled in you today. Therefore, sickness should not be able to live in your body today, Ellie. There should be no sickness in us. He fulfilled the law of sin and death. There's no sin in my body. Therefore, there's no sickness. He took them out of the way having nailed it to His cross. Amen. Who do not walk, and here's the real verse, it's right here. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. See, we now walk according to the Spirit because of what we've been made. We don't walk according to the Spirit to become. We've become, so now this is how we walk. It's who you are. Everything proceeds from now who you are. The kingdom of God is in you. You've been made new. You don't have to work for righteousness. Amen. You are the permanent righteousness. Good works come from your right standing. You don't create them. He created them in you to walk them out. Amen. So we're always following the Spirit because the Spirit of God is in us. This is Paul pushing out B.C. with A.D. He's pushing out before Christ to the Jews and to the Romans and infiltrating it with A.D. after death. This is now who you are. You ain't got to work for your salvation. It's freely given to the whole world. Oh, if the world would just hear that good news. Every other religion known to man, you got to work. Christianity is the only religion on earth where you freely receive the finished work. He did everything for you. He died to give it to you. Directly. Son, to son, son to daughter, from the Father. Amen. You just go right to the Father through the Son. Direct access pass. You got a fast pass to the Father. Amen? Amen. Praise God forever. He condemned sin in the flesh. In us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Verse 5. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. What, do you see that in the world? That's all they know. So that's all they set their mind on. They're only temporary. Until they get born again and live forever, they're going to be fixed on what they see. We're not supposed to be. We're supposed to be fixed on who we are. On who He is. In which all things come. The more we focus on Him, the better we live. It's all about Jesus. It ain't out about us. If we get us out the way, we'll freely receive. It's all about Jesus. 
For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, Spirit's in you and me, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, that word carne, this root word is carne, meathead, carnally. <laughs> carnally minded, that's just physically minded. There's no here and after. I let it, I talked to one of our neighbors who was Jewish from Brooklyn when we lived in the lease of Ale. I was evangelizing. I said, hey, if you died, do you go to church? She said, yeah. I said, if you died right now, would you go, where would you go? And she said, Brooklyn. <laughs> there's no, there's no spiritual concept there. Abraham's blessing is just for earth. You got to tell him of the things of the spirit. Jesus died for your spirit. You are a spirit. And you're going to live forever. Where you set up shop at home is up to you, not God. You got free will. You have to make a choice. So I'm going to heaven. Jesus died for me spiritually too. You live forever. <laughs> but it's not just about the here and now. This is just temporary. This is just 120 years training ground for eternity, a new age. What are you going to be doing? You're getting ready for your eternal work. Your earthly work is just preparing you for your eternal work. Are you getting good? Are you getting better at what you love? Are you getting better at your calling and your gifts? You won't be doing them forever. How do I know that? Because Paul says the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. That means they're forever. They're forever. We're going into fourth gear, Sharon. <laughs> Here am I. Use me. Full speed ahead. This locomotive started a long time ago. We be moving, aren't we? Don't tell me God's not moving. I have signs now on earth that he is. 50-year law overturned. I have signs. There's wonders that he's moving. So don't stop moving. No matter what gear you're in, together we're all moving forward. The gifts and calling of God are without repentance and he uses them collectively together for him and for others. Just think about that. Every time you're in your gift and using it and operating that God-given gift God gave you, you're glorifying Him and you're glorifying others through it. Does your gift sanctify others? It does. Does your voice pierce hearts? It does. Souls? Flesh even? Word of God's in you. Sharper than any two in short. Change lives through your gift and you're calling. You're moving. Say, I'm moving. And I'll never stop. You live forever. It's in each one of us to just keep moving. And I don't want to get out of bed. Just keep, get up. Proverbs says, though a righteous man falls seven times, he shall arise. Which means if my alarm goes off at 6 a.m., 5 a.m., or Samuel goes off at 3.30 a.m., <laughs> we become early risers <laughs> Lord Jesus and like he's a farmer at heart see him with his suspenders on I just call him Farmer John <laughs> we're all farmers at heart amen I did a case study in all the prophets one year of all the prophets in the Bible and I found one common trait they all arose early it's been, I've endeavored to do that it's already built into him he doesn't even have to think about it we do, but he doesn't. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. <laughs>
For to be carnally minded, verse 6, is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You ain't got a care in this world. If someone tells you to take care like they do to me every day, no. I ain't taking I don't have a care in this world. I don't have a care in this world. I'm carefree. Look at me. You can be like me. You can be carefree in a troubled world, a worried world. You can be carefree too. Just let the sun in you. He'll make you carefree. You don't have to take a single thought for your life. He's got you covered. Didn't he tell you that? Take no thought for your life. What you shall eat, where. That covers everything. Live. Just seek first me in your kingdom. My kingdom. And all these things will be added to you. You're special. You're different. You put me first. I'll always put you first, he says. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, to the law of love, really, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please, cannot please God. Verse 9, don't forget that but. There's not a period there. There's a comma. But, don't stop there. But, you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. Since indeed, every if you see in Romans 8 is since, rightly translated. It's not it. There's no if in faith. It's just it. Since indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. You had to receive him. You had to receive Christ to allow his Spirit to be placed in you, to dwell within you. And if Christ, the Anointed One, and his anointing, is in you, the anointing's in you now. The body is dead because of sin, but your spirit is life. Notice the real you is life itself, giving life to your mortal body, life to all those around you. The real you is life himself now <laughs> because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through it doesn't say through pills through medication through your vitamins through your doctor it says through his spirit through his spirit who lives in you the anointed one in you will put your body over how do i get him activated by saying what he said the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead is alive in my body quickening my body right now your body will react to words of power your body will react to the word that created it. Life be. Life is. Body be whole. Bodies line up. Bodies be strong. I called them into the army of Christ. I need you healthy. I need you whole. To move. Be well. Be healed. That's what he's shouting from heaven every day. It's daily bread. Be whole. Be healthy. Be well. It is well with you. And therefore we say, it is well with me. It is well. How are you doing? It is well. How is it with you? You ready to hear? Sometimes I don't ask because I know how they are. 
but it is well with me. It is well. How you doing? Good. I don't say okay. God's not okay. He's good. God is good, Jesus said. How you doing? I'm good. God is good. As long as God is good, I'll always be good. I'll never give you another report. As long as God is good. He's in me. I'm in Him. I lost my identity when His identity came in. That's why we have to see Him for who He is. We have to see our kingdom to know who we are. Where we're from. Where we're headed. Amen forever. We're going to read Jesus' mission statement in one sec. You know, Jesus had a mission statement. It was the first sermon He preached. It's found in Isaiah 61. I challenged you last week to write your eulogy. Write out your mission statement. Everyone did that, right? Online. Online. <laughs> your mission statement for life. Why you're here. Your eulogy. Mine is to serve God, my family, and my country well. That's all I want to be known for. What do you want to be known for? God will give it to you. You're supposed to leave your mark. Creators in you. What are you going to be creating this week? What are you making for someone? Jesus made us a home in heaven. He's still a good carpenter, I think. I believe he's still building upstairs, making homes for all the new family members. <laughs> Got a home upstairs. Honor just as it is in heaven. Praise Jesus. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your body through His Spirit who dwells in you. Spirit knows how to pray through you. Just let Him, let him do His thing. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the lust of the flesh or what our flesh tries to dictate us to do on a daily basis. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. <laughs> But if by the Spirit, how? By the Spirit, which means I pray in the Spirit, I sing in the Spirit, I get immersed in the Spirit, I stay in the Word of the Spirit. But if you by the Spirit put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. How do I control my body? Well, it is a fruit of the Spirit, self-control. Through the Spirit. Through the Spirit, I put down my flesh. No! I'm in charge, you ain't doing that today. No! Nope. Sorry. You know, the flesh always wants to do something. Have you noticed? It never just wants to sit still. It's because it was sold under sin. How many sinners you know who can't sit still? Toiling. They're running around. They don't even know where they're going. Every young kid who drives by in a fast car, meow. I said, man, he is sure in a hurry to nowhere. They got no idea where they're going. But they're in a hurry to get there. Sounds like Satan to me. Always in a hurry with nowhere to go. What is your life? It is but a vapor. <laughs> but the grass of the field. Alive one day, gone the next. I love what Orazio, Clarissa's grandpa, who lived in one of the boarding care homes, said. He said, I'm just passing through here. We're just passing through here. What's the big deal? <laughs> We're just passing through. Amen. What fragrance are you leaving? 
behind you. Amen. Will others say, they sure did smell sweet? Or will others say, they sure did smell foul and bitter? What will they say of you? Did you leave a sweet presence around you? On earth? A sweet aroma? How were your words? Were they as sweet as honeycomb? Or were they bitter as wormwood? What do people smell when they're around you? What do people taste? What do they see? What do they hear? Is it a sweet sound? Is it a sweet smell? Is it melody to their ears? Just think about that. Because we're all going to leave. We ain't here forever. And we're going to help create a new heaven and a new earth which hasn't been tainted from sin. Just created in righteousness. By the righteous. By the righteous. For the righteous. Going to get your own place. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Let's flip that A.D. and B.C. See, that's written in B.C. still. For the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Right? For the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. That's what he's trying to say here. That's what he's trying to convey. King James translators made it a little complicated for us. But it, it can be tough to convert Greek into English. The hardest language they say English. I got some grace. <laughs> but this is A.D. You're led by the Spirit of God because you are a son and daughter of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, which means fear should have no place in your life. You should not worry about nothing. That's you ain't God, not God. You just give that to Him. He'll take that worry habit from you. And Italians, they got to go double time on that. Because that spirit of fear entered into that Italian lineage long ago. Try to get them in bondage. If you're Italian, if you're Hispanic, even, from Spain, Spanish, you got to hit that spirit of fear hard. It was grafted in somehow. Satan got in. you got to hit it. Get rid of it. Because you ain't been given that spirit of bondage. Fear will always be bondage to you. Every time you're worrying, no, just note you're in bondage. Satan's got you right where he wants you. Every time you fret, every time you're anxious for something, that ain't God's playground. That's the devil's. He's got you. Just get right out. If I'm going to worry, I'm going to worry on the truth, not the lies. I'm not going to worry on the cares of this life. I'm going to worry on His Word, the cares of heaven. Why He died to give us. For you did not receive or take that spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself, Himself, bears witness with your spirit that you are indeed a child of the Most High God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed, that's added, since... <laughs> Let me go to my notes here. Since... This is more correct. Can I say it? 
since we are partakers of his sufferings, we are also glorified together. We partake of Christ. His death, his burial, his resurrection. Therefore, you are now going to be glorified together. You ain't got to work to be glorified. You didn't work to get saved, did you? See? You don't have to suffer in the kingdom. Leave that to the other religions who are still trying to work their way in. It is finished. It is finished. I'm a partaker of his sufferings in him and through him. He suffered for me, so I don't have to. I've entered into his glory. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. For I consider, Paul, that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which is now revealed in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. So it's revealed in you and me now. And I believe the world sees that on a daily basis. The glory that's in you. His presence, His power, and His wealth, His goodness, His substance. They're looking in. They're looking in. What she got good? Why should I come to your side? Why should I leave the dark side? See all this stuff I got? Why should I leave this stuff to come to your side? Eternal life. Do you have a good financial planner? Yeah, I got that. What about a spiritual planner? Where are you going when you leave earth? They can't answer that. Some can. Talked to a young man by Foothill Family Church one night after a men's group. 8 p.m. Limping. Got out of the men's group. I said, surely I'm not the only one who sees this man. Limping. I was the only one who went up to him. Met him at the park. I said, how's it going? He was carrying a skateboard. He said, all right. He said, I twisted my ankle. I said, do you live in the area? He said, yeah, kind of. Rancho. He said, do you go to the church in the area? No. <laughs> I said, let me ask you a question. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but if you died tonight, would you go to heaven? He said, no. I'd probably go to hell, man. And I said, let me share this with you. The Bible says, <laughs> the Bible says, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And whosoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Say this with me. Heavenly Father, he said, Heavenly Father, I believe Jesus died for me. I believe Jesus died for me. And rose again and rose again. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life. I ask that he comes into my heart and into my life. And I said, now Holy Spirit, touch him. Didn't even lay a hand on him. And his ankle, and popped and went back into place. I saw it twist. And he said, I'm healed. I didn't even touch him. The Holy Ghost touched him. When Jesus came in, he healed him up. And then I reached into my pocket and gave him money. God used me to bless him because I had it on me. And I gave him money. And he started tearing up. He said, I don't have to walk home. I can now ride home. I got money. I got healed. He got saved. That's the gospel. The Lord gave me that man as a demonstration that that's how it should be for every man and woman on earth. Saved, healed, prospered. Salvation. Life in full. 
I got home excited, told Carissa, why, guess what just happened? A man got saved, blessed, and healed, and filled with the Holy Spirit on the spot in the course of a minute and a half. Changed his life forever in one minute. What can you do with a minute? How can you redeem the time? In just one minute, a life was changed forever. Jesus has to build another house. Let's keep him working. Amen. Must be about my father's business. Which means every soul we bring in, they celebrate, Jesus build the house for them. Amen. And you know he's got a lot of workers working with him. A lot of construction workers are now in heaven. Amen. Praise God forever. I'll never forget him. Spirit himself bears witness with you, with your spirit. For the earnest expectation of the creature eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. The world is looking for you. The world is waiting for us. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly the earth, but because of him who subjected it in hope, because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of who? Of the children of God. That's you, possessor of heaven and earth. Into the glorious freedom of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors, volcanoes, eruptions, taking place all the time under the water, groans and travails, earthquakes and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Samuel's only, what, seven months? And he's already groaning within himself. It's just human nature. Spirit within you wants out. Let me out, Christ calls. Let me out. Why are you keeping me to yourself? Let me go. I'm free. Let me go. Share me. I'm the gift to the world. Don't keep it for yourself. Share the gift. You have the power to set others free. Free from bondage, free from fear, free from lack, free from Biden. Free from anyone. <laughs> free from anything. And transplant them in a whole new kingdom in which every needs met. Fear free. Toiling free. Worry free. Care free. Kingdoms in you. You're a king going somewhere to reign. Amen. Eagerly waiting for the adoption the redemption of our bodies. For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope, for why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly, say eagerly, wait for it with perseverance and endurance. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought to pray it. 
but the Spirit Himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which can't even be put into words. You ever done that in the Spirit? Pray in the Spirit, you go into groanings? I've interceded so many times for someone I don't even know who I'm interceding for. I start praying in tongues, and then a weight comes in you. Ah, I got to get them saved. I got to get them delivered. Don't kill her. No, die. Satan, stop. You won't hit them. Ah, and you groan and you intercede like a woman in birth, with birth pains, labor pains, birthing someone through into life from the clutches of Satan and death. That's the intercessor. That's true prayer. Delivering people, men and women, in the spirit realm. Therefore, delivering them in the natural. Stopping accidents. Stopping bombings. Stopping terrorism. In the spirit. With mighty angels who go to war. What a saint you are. What a prayer warrior you are. Spirit himself knows how to pray. We just give him place. Praying in other tongues. Sometimes it turns into groanings and utterances which can't be even labeled. But God knows. And you pray that person through, you're released. Well job, thy good and well done, thy good and faithful servant. Prayed him through. Another tragedy avoided. They just knew in their heart, the Christians not to be in the Twin Towers that day. Stayed home. They weren't killed. They just paid attention. Someone was praying. Someone in their church was praying for them, interceding to avoid destruction and catastrophe. You got prayer? Who are you praying for? We're called to be intercessors because that's who Jesus is. Amen. Just keep praying until that burden lifts. If you're going through something, pray in the Holy Ghost until that weight lifts. When that weight lifts, you know it's settled. You know it's dealt with. I broke through. I ain't going to touch it again in my thought life. That was settled. I I know it. My heart knows it. I prayed in business. I'm done. I prayed in the new governor. I'm done. New president. You know? You just... It lifts. The joke is easy. His burden is light. If you're under pressure, you got to pray until that pressure is lifted. And I'll take it right away. Just pray it through. Your blessing's on the other side of your obedience. Just pray right on through. Amen. Is everyone grateful for the Holy Ghost who knows how to pray? He's in you and me right now. He makes intercessions for us with groanings which can't be uttered. Verse 27, now he who searches your heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Praying in the Holy Spirit will always keep you in God's perfect will for your life. You get outside the Word, you get outside of praying in the Holy Ghost, there's the world and Satan's offering it to you. But it's just for a moment, twinkling of an eye. You don't have a long life expectancy. You do. Shoot for the long term. Amen. Anyone notice how crazy Satan is? He's nuts! He's nuts! 
anyone possessed with a double talking to himself it's like I at the gym the other day I make sure if someone's got a devil anyone know when the devil's in someone they talk to themselves not good talk not self-talk gibberish young guy drove a brand new Land Rover tall guy was at the gym going through the showers I was hit I was you know in the vicinity and I hear her shoulders like another devil at LA Fitness you gotta go there are a lot of devils in LA you gotta cast out <laughs> we went to LA the other day why'd you go to LA someone's got to someone's got to <laughs> heard him groaning grunting hey the Holy Ghost that's the devil I like imitating the Holy Spirit he's a copycat twitching <sighs> drove a brand new Land Rover talked about real estate and owning multiple homes I thought how can this man do this in this condition I make sure everyone I see a demon in I touch him before they leave that gym and I usually touch him pretty hard he's in the mirror I went behind him and said how you doing right on his shoulder just slap the devil out of him. Good. If you could put someone back in right speech, you can set their course for eternity. If you can correct their speech, they're set. My job's done. They can control and dictate their own life for the better now. Amen. You just slap the devil out that man. Amen. I'm going to see him again. I started praying the Spirit right when I heard him in the shower. What's the, what's the ghost want me to do? What's God, how, how does he want me to handle this man? Started talking to a guy right next to me. He looked Arabian to me, the guy next to me. And then he just started talking about Jesus out of nowhere to the man. I said, that was the last person in this gym I thought was saved and Christian. He started mentioning Jesus to that man. Why? I was praying in the spirit. Everything just started being orchestrated. Then I saw him at the car, gave him a great big smile on his way out. He didn't know what I dealt with. They may never know. But God does. You do. Holy Ghost does. And I'll see him again. And I'll ask him how he's doing until I feel like he's doing all right. Amen. Just keep helping him. Keep interceding. Keep praying. Keep going. It's not just about us. Amen. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Can I wrap up? Please? <laughs> We're so close. After we, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called. You're the called. You have a title. According to his purpose, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined you. He conformed you to his image, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, you he also called. Who, you, who he called, he also justified. And who he justified, he also glorified. See, that's past tense. You are glorified. You don't have to suffer to be glorified. You're glorified right now because he suffered. Amen? Case closed. Point in case. Amen? That's what Paul's trying to tell you today. What then shall we say to these things? Since is the correct translation, not if. Since God is for us, who can ever be against you? <laughs> the man who created all men? 
Who can possibly be against you? Not even the devil. He dealt with him too. He created him. He's going to destroy him. And you're going to have a hand in that. Watching him burn in a lake of fire. Every sickness and disease you've ever seen on man. He was the culprit. He was the inventor of. And you're going to watch him burn in a lake of fire. Every cancer came from him. Every tumor came from him. Amen. Any lack on all earth came from that one. The devil. Who you're going to enjoy watching burn, aren't you? I know I am. I hate the devil with a holy hatred. How about you? I hate sickness. I hate cancer. I hate the devil. It's from him. How do I know that? Jesus. The thief comes to steal, kill you, and try to destroy you. But I have come to give you life, and life in full. That means Jesus ain't got no sickness, no chronic illness, no cancer, no tumors to put on you. That's the devil's business. He ain't got no lack to give you. Every time I talk to him, I get blessed. How about you? We went on a mission trip to L.A. the other day. Money started coming in. I got back home and I said, What's going on here, Lord? He just, he just pays you to go. If he calls you someone, I woke up knowing in my spirit. I told Danielle and Ellie, who was at Cedar sinai in Beverly Hills. In my spirit, go to Beverly Hills. So I did. We spent the whole day in Beverly Hills. Walked down Rodeo Drive, then went to Santa Monica, went to the pier, went to the aquarium, praying in the Holy Ghost. Guess God just needed us in L.A. that day. Walked around Cedar sinai until the walls came down. <laughs> I texted Ellie, we're in the vicinity. God sent us. He'll pay the way. That's what he was showing me. Just to go somewhere, to be there, carries the kingdom. And things change. Get this. We're walking down Rodeo Drive. Clarissa mentioned to God, out loud, last week, a man who's come to our service before. Two weeks ago? Two days prior. Not yesterday, but two days ago, before that. She mentioned this man to the Lord. Where's Bruce? <laughs> Guess who we ran into walking down Rodeo Drive? I didn't know if she did that. I said, how are you? Just lit him up with all our kids surrounding him. I said, I see you've multiplied. I said, yeah. I said, I'm good. I said, good. And then she told me, she said, I mentioned his name two days ago. I said, look how fast things are coming to pass of what you say. Who are you talking about? It matters. How did he do that? He moved heaven, moved earth, and positioned us in one moment in Los Angeles. <laughs> Isn't that God? He's working behind the scenes for you right now. Let's just keep account of what we're talking about, what we're saying, because it's coming to pass quick now. <laughs> we're in the last days. Sea time and harvest have caught up. You sow, you reap. You sow a seed in this offering, get expected for it to come back to you today. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Things have been quickened. We've gone into fourth gear. We've sped up because he sped up. Amen. We're redeeming the time. What can you do with a minute? 
<laughs> We're good stewards. What can we do with our time? Hey, Amen. Let's redeem it. Let everyone get something from this message. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, you're the teacher of the church. We bless you today. I give you all the praises for divine prosperity, divine health, divine wealth, divine connections, divine relationships, open doors of opportunities, and the right people at the right time. We give you all the glory and praises for positioning us perfectly as we pray in other tongues. As we pray in the Holy Ghost, we're led by the Spirit. Thank you for enabling us to stay sensitive in an unsensitive world. Sensitive to you and your leading. Use us. Use us. Bring people across our path this week who need a word and a touch in season. And let us not be afraid to give it. But let us reach out with the arm of faith and take that step of boldness to bless other people's lives life, health, and healing to all of their flesh is carried within us. We stay on track, we stay on purpose, and we give you all the praises for our eyes are fixed on you, King Jesus. Give us our marching orders as we continue to progress. We give you all the praises for doing it. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Well, we like to take up our offering today. It's good to be able to give online. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for every seed sown today, for a hundredfold to come back to them. I thank you for tithers, tithers' rights. I speak that over them. Many have already sown their tithes for the month. I bless them in Jesus' name. Thank you that the devourers rebuked for their sake, that you've opened up the windows of heaven for them and are pouring out such blessings. There's not room enough to contain it for just themselves. Thank you that their blessings going somewhere to happen prosperity agents on this earth and we give you all the glory we give you all the praises for it in the precious name of jesus i thank you father for that 30 60 and 100 fold return more to spread the kingdom of god on earth with good measure press down shaken together thank you for tithers rights thank you for sowers rights i fully expect my harvest quickly I cannot give you. You're faster than me. You're faster than time. Thank you for speeding it up. We give you all the praises for it. And you get all the credit. In the precious name of Jesus. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 We love you guys. Happy Sunday. Thanks for being with us. You. Bless you. Oh, it's going down. Stuff's happening. Get ready. We love you guys. Bye for now.